0: And we are finally on the air. Yes. <laughs> it's only 45 minutes after we our initial contact. Here I was joking about how high-maintenance Sean was. How oh, was high-maintenance oh, oh. tonight? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't nice. Uh. <laughs> poor Alan. Oh, I thought
1: you were going to say poor Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 poor Sean. Not yeah. sure who that comment zings, zings more <laughs> than anybody else.
0: Well, I think that's... It, Sean's gotten a lot better, but in the old days Yeah. <laughs> That's now, that I don't was know how a this given
1: works but <laughs> we do. We do. We know how it works. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Measure Action Radio. This is episode number twenty. I'm Josh, president of MeasureAction.com, and I'm filling in as Measure Action Radio host this week. With me is a shorter than usual penis posse. Alan, our vice president of operations, is joining us from Atlanta. Hello, Alan.
2: Hello, Josh. How you doing tonight? I'm doing okay, other than the than the computer failures. <laughs> you
1: had a lot of technical <laughs> issues. We had trouble getting on the air tonight. Not only are we short staffed, but we had some technical issues in Alan's Studio. Yes. (laughs) And we've also got our Girl Talk Goddess, moderator of the Girl Talk Forum, coming to us from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Diane. Hello, Diane. Hello, Josh. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Great. Uh, For those of you wondering where Sean is tonight, Sean is staying at a friend's house tonight, and he didn't have a quiet enough studio to join us this evening. Uh, We are recording this episode the evening before Sean, Alan, and myself Fly out to our Orlando gathering, and so uh, things were extra hectic. Uh, in addition to setting things up, and Sean being at a friend's house, so he was closer to the airport for his 7:30 uh, a.m. flight. And Sean's not a morning person, and neither am I, really. So
2: I don't do mornings.
1: <laughs> yeah, Alan, you were probably the only smart one. Your flight's later, isn't yes. it?
2: Yes. Yeah, afternoon. Well,
1: good for you. And mm-hmm. then uh, our intern, Michael. Is a bit under the weather tonight, so uh, he started developing a sore throat and wasn't able to participate. So, Michael, we hope you feel much better.
0: Yes, we do. Best wishes.
2: Lots of chicken soup, Jewish penicillin. Soup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it brings the mom and me out. Did you see my post where I was like, liquids, take care of yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> To participate on Action Radio, you have to call our dick phone. Our toll-free number in the U.S. and Canada is 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. You can also leave us a voicemail on Gizmo. Our username is Action. Find Gizmo by going to gizmoproject.com. We also love getting email. Please send us an email to radio at measurection or you can visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. That's WW slash radio. And if you want to hear how we sound in Canadian, check us out at radiogay.ca. In Canadian? In Canadian. See how we sound in Canadian, eh? That's not the way it works. (laughs) They added some A's in, and I heard last night our show is on Tuesday evenings on Radio Gay, and Sean always sends me a private message about the time it's on. And it's on, I'm on the East Coast, so it's midnight East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. On Tuesdays And so Uh he sent a message We're on Radio Gay right now So I tune in And they often have to do A little bit of editing To make room for their news breaks And a few other things Last night was the porn show On Radio Gay So that was interesting It was good This is show number 20 Can you guys believe We have done 20 shows? 20? Doesn't it seem like Just yesterday We started doing this thing Oh
0: no kidding
1: John our former producer Used to always tell us That by show number 20 We'd have this thing down pat And we'd all be professionals (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think John was wrong
2: Very wrong yeah.
1: Very wrong
0: Yeah, no kidding I I don't feel professional
1: Nope <laughs> It's still so much of a seat of a pants sort of thing oh, um, my goodness. Every time we get ready to do this <laughs> For so, example, um, tonight It took us 45 minutes to tonight, get on. Yeah, we'll have some blooper show real. Yeah, 45 minutes to get on the air tonight So <laughs> We also got a, an interesting email this week Fonda Cox, who is one of the co-hosts over at Dallas Gay Pod Sent us in, I love that name uh, Fonda Cox <laughs> 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 she sent us an email that we were the 100th listener to be mapped on their Frapper map. So she says, "You are the 100th listener to be mapped on our Frapper. Woohoo! You just rolled us into triple digits. Much love to you. Chilled martinis and a warm fuzzy buzz. Signed, Fonda." What a <laughs> wicked sign-off. That's great. That's cool. Thank you, Fonda. We love your show, and we love
2: hearing from both of the hosts of Dallas Skate Pod. Yes,
1: Michael Glenwick and yes. Fonda Cox. They've got a good little banter. They do. Has anybody been watching the Olympics? Nope. No? I
2: saw the opening ceremonies. So that was it.
1: I'm not a huge Olympic uh, watcher. In fact, everybody I know loves watching the Olympics, but... To me, it just kind of gets in the way of my normal TV. Everything gets messed up with the Olympics being on, reruns on different channels. Mm -hmm. I'm
2: a Summer Olympics fan. When they wear fewer clothes. Ah, Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Love those swimmers and divers.
1: Yes. You'd like the Speedos. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, cheeky little monkey. Well, there was a segment on the Today Show this morning, which I didn't see firsthand, but I heard about it on the radio, and then I, I went online and watched the segment. And what it was was um, <laughs> I call it Broke Back Today Show because it's, it's really, it seems really gay. <laughs> but Matt Lauer and Al Roker were talking to the um, the men that are on the Luge team for the U.S., and they actually put on this is Matt. Lauer and Al Roker actually put on the Spandex like suits and they, they did a luge run.
3: <laughs> and there was kidding. a lot of
1: talking about who was on top, and that's not the handle that you're hanging on to. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, I watched it online. You can watch it online at, the, um, at msnbc.com. But I captured a few pertinent minutes of the audio that were funny. And I think the funniest part of this, if you listen to the background music that they lay in the back of, of the particular story, so what they're doing is they're, they're talking to the luge stars, they're hearing how it works, they're followed the entire way. So here's the little bit of audio I've got.
2: There's no verbal communication. I'm guessing when you're. Well, I'm, I'm the top driver, and so when we go into a right-hand turn, I'll, I'll roll my head to the right, and that kind of cues Brian. Now wait a second. You're on top. Yes. And you're bigger than he is. Yes. Yeah. So we Small were in the, in the car on the way up here, just assuming <laughs> that Al was going to be on bottom and I was going to be on top. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I guess maybe now the cat's out of the bag. I'm we're, on we're, top. we're putting you on the bottom. Al on top. Al's going on top. What about screaming like a little girl? That's fine. That's good? Okay. With the talk of crashing fresh in our minds, (laughs) we headed down the track to start our luge run at Curve
3: 17 all right let's get in this thing you just take your time big fella all
2: hey, right okay hey. perfect now you gr- reach in and grab those handles can you feel them that's, that's not the, the handle
3: <laughs> as the top guy what do i need to know as the bottom guy what do i need to know brian you just follow al <laughs> we'll <see you> <laughs> bye <Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: laughs>
1: I've learned it's good to be on top. Wow! Would <laughs> you do that again? <laughs> Absolutely. Would you really? Sure. <laughs> I would do it
3: once more. Okay.
1: <laughs> they played that on the radio, and it just sounded like the gayest thing ever. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, talk about who's on top. Okay, let's see what else we got here.
2: Got the penis surgery article that somebody referenced in our forums on the site. Let us in. Okay, it's a it's a Reuters article, or Reuters if your name is Josh. <laughs> Uh, The the headline is Penis Surgery, the Long and the Short of It, and its uh, dateline is London. It says, thanks to the incessant spam, it's become the most hyped of all operations. But researchers said on Tuesday that most men who have had penis enlargement surgery are not satisfied with the results. For patients with psychological concern about the size of the penis, particularly if it is normal size, there is little point in offering them surgery because it makes no difference said Nim Christopher, a urologist at St. Peter's Andrology Center in London. Christopher and his colleagues, who questioned 42 men who had the surgery, found the dissatisfaction rate was very high. Often the men requested another surgical procedure. The average increase in length is 1.3 centimeters, or half an inch, which isn't very much, and the dissatisfaction rate was in excess of 70%, said Christopher. Wow. He added that wow. spam emails advertising penis enlargement surgery were inaccurate and gave men unrealistic expectations. Rather than having surgery, he and his colleagues who reported the findings in the Journal of European Urology said the men should be referred for psychological counseling. So No kidding. Huh. Yep. And
1: seventy percent
2: dissatisfied. Seventy I mean, percent dissatisfied.
1: Wow. And it's a lot of money and I wonder what the percentage is that you know they go to do that type of surgery and you know, it never works right after that. <laughs> Well, and the part of the the lot of money, how about the lot of pain? Yeah. Who wants a knife to your wiener? Not
2: me.
0: Well, and the what-ifs.
1: I don't know. (laughs) I think the what-ifs outweigh the half an inch. Yeah. Yeah, you don't gain a lot. Right, doesn't the typical penis enlargement surgery gain a half inch or an inch?
2: It says the, the typical gain is half an inch. Yeah. Half an inch. Average increase is half an inch. Hmm.
0: So, yeah, I mean, the what ifs that, that go along with that, no, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not really one to say I don't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> but then, okay, there's the whole thing about the boob enlargements. That's pretty common. Yeah, that just
1: doesn't seem as risky. Yeah, that's just, the yeah, boobs are see, just there. You know, the penis is functional in multiple levels.
0: This is very true. and And, and then there's the whole argument that, Uh, Retro John and I have agreed to disagree on on the function of the penis versus the function of the breasts, and in Hmm. this case, I'd say that uh, he wins. (laughs) <laughs> right. Because, I mean, if you if you fuck up the penis, that's it. Your sex life is over. Right.
3: Yep. Oof.
1: I think the, the operation involves cutting a, uh, a ligament. Um, on the top, isn't on it? On the top, yes. yeah. A ligament Suspensory ligament. Just basically, yeah, it allows it to just hang out of your body longer. I mean, it doesn't actually lengthen anything. It just allows the outside portion to what hangs outside of your body to be longer. And.
2: and part of the problem with that is, if you think about the geometry of it, is then when you get a hard-on, without that upper suspensory ligament to, to hold the mm. penis up as, as sort of a cantilever, mm. you're, the, the penis is going to sag. It may be hard, but right. it's going to sag. Right. And, uh,
0: is that a bad thing?
2: It's Well, it's going to be harder to, to control it and to, to aim it. Right.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
2: Even when it's hard, it's going to hang down. Right. right. Instead of being out or up. When it's hard, you want it to be pointed out.
1: Yeah, out or up. Okay. That's a whole show we need to put a pin in for uh, erection angles and stuff because there's a lot of variation there. Yep. Mm. Diane, do you have the page open? There is a Canadian thing.
0: I saw that, actually.
1: Do you want to do that? Sure. to be Canadian?
0: So Sean posted, uh, it's a, a virtual sex survey done on young Canadians. 2,484 students polled at 150 colleges and universities across Canada. Huh. And uh, they reported 87 percent of them reported having virtual sex over instant messenger webcams or the telephone. Ah, uh, uh, those horny little Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Gerza of a Toronto-based online dating service said we were very surprised that the number was so high. It's a testament that the internet has spawned a new sexual revolution. Yeah. Now most of these students were aged 18 to 23. And this generation has grown up using computers, and they continue to be surrounded by technology, whether for education, interacting with friends, or researching information, Gerza says, so uh, using the internet is second nature to them. So it makes sense that it would extend to other aspects of their lives, including sexual experience, he said. For some who feel more comfortable approaching people online than at a bar, it's a social lubricant, while others prefer the – oh, there's a word I can't
1: – anonymity.
0: Thank you. Being anonymous. Others prefer being anonymous. There you go. I don't know why I have so many problems with that word. That and abominable. Say it again. Abominable. <laughs> 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 thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be here next Wednesday. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. You know what I liked in here? Only 19% of men and 9% of women preferred the so-called missionary position. Oh. Pet friendly or doggy <laughs> style was most liked by both men and women. Pet Pet friendly. Pet friendly.
1: I've never heard it called pet friendly before. That's almost disturbing. <laughs> now, now this, I don't know how this works, but...
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, in, in case anyone had any doubts about it, the, the last thing that that uh, Diane told us about was their response when asked about their real sex lives, not their sex lives over the oh, internet.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I don't you know
0: how you would do pet-friendly over the internet. Over <laughs> yeah. the internet. That's I don't even <laughs> want or, to think or, about <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> have any of you ever cyber-sexed, per se? No. No? No. No. I have once. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> once. I had the, used to have a webcam, and I connected with someone, and I put the camera on me, and I... We were chatting back and forth, and he was watching me and was it hot? I, I did that to completion was it hot it was It was <laughs> it difficult because you're difficult you're typing and you're trying to be on camera <laughs> and you're trying to work the mouse and you're trying to work your stick. you know it's just, it's, it's it's uh it's difficult
3: oh, if you oh had God, more hands, I choked on that one. Yeah, <laughs>
0: So you want to hear some percentages?
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: Out of those
1: 2,484
0: students polled, yeah. 93% have masturbated. Oh. I actually thought that was kind of a low percentage. 7% are lying. That
2: was a little yeah. low, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: There's that, so that means 7% lied. Um, 61% have watched porn while having sex. Wow. And half w- were monogamous. Oh, wow. I thought that was actually kind of sad, only half. Yeah. Huh. Okay, um public washrooms top the list of strangest places to have had sex. I was wondering on this one, does a school bathroom count as a public bathroom? Oh, I Probably think so. Yes. yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm on that That's list. A double whammy there, Diane. <laughs> Having sex in a public bathroom and in school. You're you're t- <laughs> you're hitting two of the big ones right there. I'm going to hell. You're
0: going to hell. Okay, so this, this is the disturbing part. Um, some 15% of respondents admitted to having done the deed among toilets and sinks, but the disturbing parts are graveyard, dumpster, and back of my mom's car as she was driving. Oh! <laughs> We're on the that. list of most peculiar sex spots. Now, the one I have an issue with is dumpster. Yeah, doing having sex in a dumpster, that's
1: disgusting. That really is.
0: Oh, I started thinking about it, and I thought, okay... I'm going to in my mind they actually had sex against a dumper. A dumper. A dumpster. Yes. Not in it. Yeah, <laughs> like in it.
1: You're rolling around in the trash. I don't know. Oh, that's disgusting. We've had <laughs> and some threads
2: a- on the on the site about uh, most unusual place. Stages. I don't remember any of the any of the responses right off the top of my head. But. There was no
1: dumpsters, I'll no. tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember a dumpster. Churches. Didn't someone doing church balcony? Yes, right? yes. In church the rectory? Balcony, or... Somebody did,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, that was, who was that? That one that, that worries, oh no, that was masturbation. <laughs> Oh that's no, right. There wasn't, that's uh, right, yes. I'm, You're right. That was I'm thinking um, of that one yeah. post that was like oh my Never God. mind. <laughs> there and there. That's and there right. And there that's there the one there that there got there Diane there. real hot, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got everything on our site. You know, I like
0: I like how Sean said it better.
1: Everything from artichoke farming to zero screwing. There you go. <laughs> everything. <laughs> That's about right. I like how We had to at the last minute pull a little virtual Sean for tonight, so we had Sean with us.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: If I if I if I knew he was <laughs> I just did the porky pig thing. <laughs> 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 did you hear it? Did you guys hear it? If I if I if <laughs> if I knew he wasn't going to be here tonight, I'd have gone through some tape and pulled all the what's and huh and <laughs> insert here, insert here. Yeah, insert here. We could have just pretended he was here.
0: The Direction Radio presents Penis and Sex News with this week's top stories from the penis posse, Joshua Tyler.
1: One of our uh, old penis news friends is in the news again this week. Uh, A man whose domestic troubles gained notoriety when his then-wife cut off his penis in 93 has again been acquitted of a domestic battery charge. John Wayne Bobbitt, 38, acknowledged a pattern of domestic trouble after Las Vegas Municipal Court Judge Toy Gregory ruled Tuesday that Bobbitt's estranged wife, Joanna Farrell, had not been injured. I've always had a problem with judgment, particularly when it comes to women, Bobbitt said. (laughs) Is an understatement.
3: <laughs> Farrell is
1: Bobbitt's third wife, and she accused him of hurting her when he pushed her to the ground during arguments at home September 14th and outside his moving company job September 17th in an industrial section of Las Vegas. As you know, Bobbitt gained fame when his first wife, Lorena, cut off his penis. She was found innocent by reason of insanity after arguing that Bobbitt abused her. Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt had a brief career as a porn star, that that we knew, and then he moved from Virginia to Nevada after surgery to reattach his penis. He has since worked at a brothel, as a bartender, and a tow truck driver, and currently works at a moving company. So I guess his 10 minutes of fame was up. Yep. Now, he, he's only he's getting press about his legal issues.
0: He is unbelievable. Oh,
1: scary. Let's see, I had... Actually, I had some creamy Asian penis news. I'm gonna take this article to Atlanta or to Orlando with me. I want to do it with Sean around. The, <laughs> nice the, Texas uh, accent. The,
0: what's that? Nice Texas accent. I'm gonna take that to Atlanta. Take that to Orlando. That to Orlando.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the big story, I think, was a uh, about a new book. Four authors have taken it into their capable hands to document the male human sex organ for all to see. The result is the world's first penis atlas. Many men have penis complexities, said Espen Esther Perilli-Bernstead, famed sexologist and co-author. There are many penis complexities among men that affect them sexually. The authors hope the book will demystify the male sex organ for the people who may need clarification. Fifty percent of the men I talk to as a sexologist wonder if it's long enough, thick enough, or good enough, he said. The penis atlas replaces all the poor answers given. According to the publishing house, there is a lot of interest for the book, and several thousand have already been ordered. The book highlights all known myths and concepts of the penis, in addition to placing it in historical, sexual, and cultural perspectives. But what is really supposed to aid men with their penis frustrations is the massive amounts of photographs. One hundred penises are photographed in limp and erected state from three different angles, and all photographs are taken in the same scale. In addition, the reader is informed how to measure a penis. According to the authors, typically only homosexual men and heterosexual women have any particular knowledge of the erected penis.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: The only basis for comparison that most men have is erotic or pornographic magazines and films, and there are a few so-called normal penises in such media. However, from the photo material in the penis atlas, you will be able to see that you are completely normal and pretty much like everyone else. However, taking the photographs offered lots of challenges. Few men wanted to be photographed, but the authors finally managed to collect 100 brave men who were willing to be photographed in their birthday suit. It was an interesting experience to photograph 100 masturbating men I don't know, said photographer Joe Michael. He jokingly (laughs) stated that he would not bet money on an erection. One little puff of air and it fell to the ground, he explained. (laughs) (laughs) Several of the pictured men also said that their erections were, quote, just technical, and if they'd have had more natural inspiration, then their penises might have been a bit bigger. So I I found it funny that the guys are apologizing for not being bigger. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have considered making a vagina atlas, too, Bernstead said. It would be terrible sad not to. It may not be the same need for an atlas for women, but if women, to a larger degree, start to fix their sex lips and get intimate haircuts, a kind of standard for how women are supposed to look down there will be created, and then we will have the need for the vagina atlas, too. The Penis Atlas uh, just came out last week, and it is written by sexologist Espen Esther Perilli-Bernstead, marriage counselor Gwenevieve Hardeberg, sexologist Rangel Dahl Keller, and social educator Inar Egvarg. How about that? That, These people are writing a book about exactly what we've been saying for eight years.
2: Where is that published? Do you know? Does it say? Because I have just did a quick check on Amazon and don't find the title listed, and they usually list books before they're out even. It's not out yet. Because they take pre-orders.
1: Yes. um, Good question. I said it came out last week, but I think it's supposed to come out next week. They
0: talk about needing the one for women if, if women start changing the size of their lips and whatnot. And we actually had a post about that, that people can do that. Vaginal rejuvenation. Oh,
1: yeah? It's bizarre. I hadn't heard of that.
0: Women getting their labia made smaller because it's uncomfortable for them to engage in physical activity or have intercourse. And getting their vaginal canal tightened oh. as it was pre-baby delivery. mm. Or getting their hymen put back. Why? Why would someone do
1: that? Why do you want to be a born, born again virgin? Is that you
0: want to be ripped and
2: bleed again?
0: Like why? Wrong. Anyway. Doesn't
2: make sense. <laughs> Just, side- At least that last part. Side
1: tangents. <laughs> yeah. So
2: why bother? Oh.
1: Yeah, we need to look for that book and get a copy of that book.
2: because yeah, the uh, search on Amazon comes back with the male body: a new look at men in public and in private, Dick: a user's guide. That's an interesting title, and Anatomo's <laughs> body atlas. Huh. but uh, this is
1: published. It's Norwegian, so I wonder if it just hasn't. Ah, the,
2: maybe it's not out. In, um, maybe it's not coming out in English yet.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe not. I, I clicked I googled it and I clicked on a blog where they had a um, a sample of one of the images from the book, mm-hmm. and you know it was it was a very interesting drawing. I mean they didn't have any of the photographs, but they had a drawing. I guess it's a photo. Actually now I see it's a photograph that's been colorized and, and labeled, you know, with the um, the glands and the frenulum and the inner foreskin, the outer foreskin. So it's very very technical in nature for a Norwegian sexologist, a photographer and a designer, put it together. It must
2: not be uh, published in English, the, the text that accompanies it. Right.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's cool. I'm seeing a lot of results for it on on the various blogs, but we'll have to keep our eye peeled for mm-hmm. the penis atlas. This came up when I when I do my searches for penis news. This came up all over, so it must just be exploding onto the market. Apparently so.
0: <laughs> nice choice of
1: words. Exploding, exploding of- onto the market! <laughs> this penis atlas is exploding onto
2: the market. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, God! Barnes and Noble doesn't have it either.
0: The penis is your friend. Embrace your penis. God knows we you do. You're listening to Sean Yondo's Penis Posse on Measure Action Radio. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> dude loses it.
1: I <laughs> love that one where he can't keep it together. Oh,
0: didn't Ellen have some penis news?
1: Oh, did I cut you off? Well, oh, no, he did. No, no, his penis I did that. We early. did that earlier. That was the
2: story. Oh, yeah, that was the story about the uh, penis surgery. Oh,
0: right, and we're back. We're <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> How about all this? Uh, can you guys believe Dick Cheney, the Vice President of the United States, shot somebody?
0: <laughs> I mean, that is just, ironic. I mean, it's
1: sad that he shot someone. It's, oh, I, mean, I-, I have this dilemma again. Like, okay, somebody was shot, but man, it's funny. I I I I have to say I feel very
0: very bad for both him and his friend, right? Because he was shot. But I mean, oh my lord! Can you imagine? You shot your friend. Oh. <laughs> Well, and then he had a heart attack.
1: Yes. And everybody said when it happens, you got to catch the late night shows because they were all over this like flies on shit. You know? I it bet. Just... And so I did find a printout actually from uh, the Associated Press where they recap some of the comments from our late night host. Uh, late show with David Letterman. He says, uh, good news, ladies and gentlemen. We have finally located the weapons of mass destruction. It's Dick Cheney. <laughs> we, we can't get Bin Laden, but we've nailed the 78-year-old attorney. <laughs> Jay Leno, in my opinion, was the, uh, the funniest. He says, although it's beautiful here in California, the weather back east has been atrocious. There was so much snow in Washington, D.C., Dick Cheney accidentally shot a fat guy thinking it was a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Cheney accidentally shot a fellow hunter, a 78-year-old lawyer. In fact, when people found out he shot a lawyer, his popularity is now at 92%. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cheney is starting to lose it. After he shot the guy, he screamed, Anyone else want to call domestic wiretapping illegal? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dick Cheney's capitalizing on this for Valentine's Day. It's the new Dick Cheney cologne. It's called Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Duck. Duck. And uh, Daily Show with Jon Stewart on Comedy Central, he had some funny comments too. He says, uh, now this story certainly has its humorous aspects, but it also raises a serious issue, one of which I feel very strongly about. Moms, dads, if you're watching right now, I can't emphasize this enough. Do not let your kids go on hunting trips with the vice president. (laughs) I don't care what kind of lucrative contracts they're trying to land or energy (laughs) regulations they're trying to get lifted. It's just not worth it. (laughs) And then uh, Craig Ferguson, I don't usually watch his show, but I'm aware of it. He had some funny bits. He said um, he is a lawyer and he got shot in the face. But he's a lawyer. He can just use his other face. He'll be all right. <laughs> and, and then he went on to say, you, "You can understand why this lawyer fellow let his guard down. Because if you're out hunting with a politician, you think if I'm going to get it, it's going to be in the back." <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, so it, I, and I'm sure this. You know, this is just juicy little tidbits of news that they can they can continue for for some time. But I hope um. the guy's okay. That's hilarious. You know what I used tonight? I've been following Sean's advice and trying to take a shower before the show because it does revitalize you a little bit. And I was tired. I, I really could have used a nap this evening, but I just didn't have time. But for my birthday, I received a gift certificate to thinkgeek.com. And one of the things that they sell there, I ordered. And it's hard to know if the shower revitalized me or just running around um you know, getting ready for the show or such, but they sell soap that has caffeine in it.
2: Really? Well, that's weird.
1: Yes, and I I used it for the first time tonight. My the order came today, so I took a shower with it, and you know, I, like I said, I did. I do feel more so you awake. Think your body absorbs um, caffeine
2: uh, through your skin.
1: They say that that indeed is possible, and that one shower is equivalent to two cups of coffee. <laughs> really? Huh. Yes. There's apparently all new uh, all sorts of new discussions about what your body absorbs through the skin. Caffeine is apparently one of them, and I, I, when you know I mentioned that it to you know in two someone,
0: years they'll come out and say that it, that you'll develop cancer from
1: this. That I, probably, as I lathered up my my ass and my balls and everything, I thought about that. I'm injecting caffeine into my scrotum. There's something just wrong about that. <laughs> my little swimmers might just be really spinning around in circles down there. <laughs> They're all energized. But uh, I mentioned it to someone, and they they mentioned that they'd heard about showering or bathing in orange juice. The juice. vitamin C, yeah, the vitamin C. Oh, I've never heard that. I've not. Yeah, it doesn't sound pleasant. No, but, but the show—it's—it's called—it's uh, called Shower Shock, and it's—it's it's minty. Um, the sad thing is, they only sell it in little travel bars. So I bought a three-pack. You know, they're like hotel-sized bars, and uh-huh. it says you'll get four or five showers out of out of it. But if that's wow. the case, then each shower is equivalent to two cups of coffee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about the implications of that soap on sex in the shower.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: Sorry, I just... <laughs> what I, did I, your mind come I, up with? I, nothing mentionable. <laughs> no, <laughs> come on, it's mentionable.
1: Oh, sure it is. Now i got to know. We'll wait. Exactly. Come
3: on, come on, come on, come
0: <laughs> on.
2: Oh, I was just wondering about that uh, caffeine-laden soap being taken orally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh... I wonder what it tastes like. Well, it's minty. It smells minty. Minty? I didn't taste it, but it's very minty. Somebody asked me that when I, I took it out of the package at the office, and somebody said, caffeine soap, do you bite it? You know. Of course, Alan's not talking about biting no, it. He's talking about licking it off yes. or something. But um, I wonder if it's – Alan's going to have my curiosity up so that the next time will be like – what this taste like <laughs> I'd be like puking in the shower yeah, a
0: little lick of the soak. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got you got to tell us uh.
2: <laughs> Now I'm wondering if Josh is going to pack a bar to take to the gathering.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you fucking like the soap. <laughs> I'll be minty fresh.
1: Treat me like a breath mint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That's just wrong. <laughs> it's sort of a geeky thing for programmer. It's a website for programmers and all sorts of little electronic Toys and such, but they sell a lot of caffeine things now. You know, they,
3: <laughs> those, the energy the t- drinks
1: are very. But they have a whole category. The energy drinks are very popular now. You know, Red Bull and there's something called balls and there's there's mints. And I've used the caffeine mints before. There's Do a, they you know, work for you? Do you? What do they, they do. do for uh, you? Um, they do give you a boost. Um, I've used them a lot when driving on a long trip and you're getting sleepy. Right. But of course, here again, you know, the caffeine helps, but also. Anytime you're driving or be, or feeling sleepy, if you put if you eat something or put a hard candy in your mouth, it does prevent you from dozing off because your body's got something to, you know, your mind has something to on. work on. Yeah, you're focusing on, on right. eating. They do sell, in addition to um, the soap, they sell octane energy gel, which is a re-energizing gel with a ginseng boost. Like a shower gel? I think this is hands hand cream. Let's see. Oh, okay. Um, it, working in just 30 seconds, the formula takes effect. First, you'll feel an intense but refreshing cooling sensation. This will last up to 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> I know where I want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Think Geek was so... Into up <laughs> stocking us up with sex toys. Yeah, no kidding.
0: This <laughs> is a,
1: <laughs> a simple application of octane to the back of your neck and behind your ears will provide you with um. refreshing energy to make life in the cube farm bearable again. Each bottle's 2.3 ounces and is approximately a 30-day supply. I bet you
0: that would be pretty damn amazing. You put that on the back of your neck. Yeah. Here again, this would be good on driving. Of course, Tiger Bomb probably does the same thing.
1: Yeah. gay on your
0: balls. While oh, you <laughs>
3: that was painful.
2: <laughs> you woke me up. Is that experience speaking? Yeah. No, no, just just the thought of it.
0: <laughs>
1: Knee jerk reaction?
2: Yes. Oh,
0: reaction, no, no, no. Yeah.
1: They sell uh, Skyrocket caffeinated syrups, too. Uh, this stuff has 100 milligrams of caffeine per one ounce serving. It looks like a liquor bottle. Use it sparingly and keep it away from the kitties. Uh, use this for flavoring coffee, Italian sodas, or even pour it on ice cream or pancakes. Wow! Maybe put in a shot of balls. Balls is an energy drink, and it comes in vanilla, almond, mocha, and raspberry.
0: I know that uh, Alan, you're a diet, you're a, you're a diet Coke drinker. Yes. Or caffeine-free
2: caffeine diet Coke free diet most Coke. of the time,
1: right? Josh, what do you drink? What's your drink? Usually drink? Diet Coke or Coke Zero is the new. Uh, Coke Zero is not bad actually Coke Zero is pretty good I need the caffeine I can't do without the caffeine
0: My thing that I'm trying to do Is my intake of water Trying to keep that up
1: Keep hydrated
0: Yeah because I I drink a lot of coffee It's either water or coffee I'm not a Mm. pop drinker Because of the carbonation I don't like When I'm thirsty I want to drink I don't want to drink something That's going to hurt me And when I drink pop When I'm thirsty And I'm chug 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 and then tears in my eyes and bubbles up my nose, uh, and I'm just, it's
1: not pleasant. Uh, I just peed on myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking of drinking sodas, made Sean pee on himself. <laughs> I see they have um, they have caffeine lip balm too.
2: Oh my goodness!
1: What do you think of next? Maybe next will be the caffeine suppository. Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> Little caffeine powder that you keep in your ring and snap. snort it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder
2: oh if I could gosh. get away with using any of those products that, that are are not taken orally, the, the through the skin yeah, stuff. Because the reason I don't that I try to avoid caffeine, I, I consume some caffeine, but I try to avoid it because I have acid reflux. And caffeine Uh, increases your stomach's production of acid, uh, which is why chocolate is a major problem for people with acid reflux. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And yet my husband, who drinks two to three pots of coffee a day, he suffers from acid reflux, but it's not from the coffee. It's from things like potato chips, mashed potatoes, any kind of potatoes, um, salsa any time after dinner, and eating anything after 7 o'clock. And he's up all night, mm. but it's it's not the coffee if he doesn't if he follows those rules, he's okay, huh? It's bizarre,
2: that is unusual.
0: Well, he's a coffee addict, yeah, if he doesn't drink enough coffee, he starts going through absolute physical
1: withdrawals, like Ooh. with the headaches. my brother and is the like shakes, that. yeah, I'll get the headaches. I don't get any shakes, but if i'm mid morning and and haven't had coke yet then i'm I'm starting to get a headache, yeah. And it's one of those things that doesn't go away. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset with myself when I've gotten too busy or forgotten to, to drink one because it, it kind of ruins the rest of your day.
2: I used to be a heavy coffee drinker, and and I also drank, um, oh, what's the other diet cola drink from uh, Coca-Cola Company? Um, mm. uh, that's still around, that but Coke? no, it, it doesn't have Coke in its name. It's from back in the days when they didn't think they wanted to, to pollute the Coke name by using it on products other than the real thing. Oh, uh, oh.
0: I have no idea.
2: You'll know it if I if I, if I can remember it. Um,
0: it's right there on the tip of the tongue.
2: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awful.
0: What'd she say? I said it's right there on the tip of oh. your tongue.
1: Right there. <laughs> I'm in the host chair, and look what I'm doing. I'm like, what? I'm not paying attention to what's going on.
2: <laughs> See, what? it's not
1: Sean. It's, it's the host Sean. chair. It's the host chair. I like this chair. It's, uh, it's more comfortable. But
2: Tab. That's it.
1: Tab, Tab which go. is higher okay. in. That's a Coke
0: product?
2: Yeah, that's a Coke product, and it's higher in caffeine than Diet Coke. Mm.
0: Huh. And
2: it's still available. I used to huh. drink loads of that.
0: I don't think it is here. Oh,
2: okay. it may not be. It is still available in the state, uh, at least <laughs> in some parts of the country.
0: You guys have cool pops, though. Like, I used to go cool across pops. the border and get, like, pineapple pop. Pineapple pop? Pineapple. They had pineapple crush. Ooh. Huh. And strawberry. That sounds kind of cool, yeah. though. Yeah, it was. It was wicked. Well, I'm
2: sitting here with a Diet Right red raspberry.
0: Oh, oh yeah. No, we have that now, too. The, the, that Diet Right, that stuff rocks. I started drinking that after watching The Biggest Loser. And I don't drink diet and I don't eat diet products because I don't like the aftertaste of the sweetener. But the Diet Right is really
2: good. Yeah, it's, it's zero everything. Zero calories, zero fat, zero sodium, zero carbs, zero protein. <laughs> It's like water and food color. Yeah, really. Yeah.
0: And it's really good. It's really yeah. good. I like the tangerine. That's,
1: huh. you know, mm-hmm. orange. The, the- That's my favorite. Coke is coming out with an energy drink, or maybe it's already out called Full Throttle. Although I haven't tried it. Me neither. But then I like I said, I'm not a big pop drink. It'll be competition to Red Bull. I I don't know if I've seen it. I just haven't seen it yet, or if I haven't been looking for it. But I figure that when the Coca-Cola 600 races come to Charlotte in May, that they'll usually be sampling stuff there. That's how I got to try Coke Zero Mm. before it was you know a little bit before it was out. So Full Throttle. Hmm. We had some uh, feedback. To our porn show That was a fun show to do And that's a show Diane missed But we yeah. did call The porn show part one So we, we will I look be, forward to part two Yeah we'll be digging Into the porn issue again Because it's a huge issue And there's lots to discuss But um, uh, Average Phoenix uh says, awesome show, even with Bronx's audio problem. Really liked her demonstration of what she's like when working. <laughs> if you haven't heard that show yet, she's, she's a phone sex operator, and she gave us a, a demo. Um, E-Boy said, maybe Mikey can go over to Bronx's place and make sure her next guest appearance doesn't result in her talking while scaling the side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> show was great fun. However, this does stem a lot more in-depth discussions about pornography in general. More importantly, how it affects stereotypes society loves to reinforce and how it negatively affects women's body issues and men's penis size insecurities. So indeed, uh, he's, he apparently missed the fact that, that the show was called Part One, and he says, maybe you should do a follow-up show with Diane and Bronxie. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we'll definitely be doing a follow-up show. And we want to get Diane's take, uh, particularly from a married perspective. Yeah, um, I, I look forward to that show. There was something today. Uh, Mike Hip from PodcastSoup.net and the Soy Candles by Phoebs... He posted, Hey y'all, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode today. Took more notes on it than probably any other show I did today. Porn is always a fascinating topic. Usually you can pick up a few new tricks or sites when you talk about it with someone. But even if not, everybody's got an opinion on it. My personal outlook on porn has changed over the past few years. At one time, I couldn't get enough. Didn't matter what kind of porn it was. As long as there was a penis present, I was happy. Stuff like Corbin Fisher, but also Harry Daddy types. The one thing I can't abide is stereotypical gay porn. Also, erotica is much more important to me now than it was when I was young. 10 or 15 years ago, it was totally visual. I had to see your jubles. <laughs> now, a hot story with no visual at all will work just as well. Good show. Keep up the good work, and thanks for the shout-outs. For the soup and the candles. No, no, thank you. Yeah, Sean's going to be... I'm, ho- I'm hoping he brings some of his candles to uh, to Orlando, but he's. it sounds like he's bringing so much crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're all gearing up to go to the Measure Action Orlando gathering, and we're all... Uh, Alan and Sean and myself leave tomorrow, and I don't, Alan's not packed yet, so he doesn't know what's right. involved, but we're doing the podcast from there, which involved microphones and cords and extension cords and computers and cables and you know everything and a hotel
0: room enough. with actual internet and
1: yeah <laughs> we don't have a hotel with internet this time so that's um we probably will be disconnected and uh we're not going to try to due to technical issues we're not going to try to bring diane and michael into the, into yeah. the fray of things we're going to simplify it a bit that was a little bit i'm sure john had to beat his head against the wall.
0: i hope it goes well for you guys i look forward to hearing that
1: show We've got a lot of guys coming and, and the um the weekend should be fun. We've got some I'm a huge Disney fan, so we've got a couple days planned mm-hmm. at Disney and I've got all that planned out and such, so.
3: Cool.
1: Well, yep, should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. We hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. To participate in Measurerection Radio, you have to call our Dick phone, toll-free in the US and Canada, 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. Or send us an email with your comments and feedback. We love getting email, and we will even read them on the show, radio at measureaction.com. Check out our Canadian accent on radiogay.ca, Tuesday evenings. Check their program schedule for showtime. Or you can check us out on the web at www.measureaction.com slash radio. That's measurectio dot slash radio. Thank you to our listeners and visitors, and thank you to... Alan and Diane, for being here tonight. <laughs> you're welcome. A great pleasure. Helping me drive this short boat by myself, uh, by ourselves. <laughs> and, uh, Sean, we miss you.
0: And Michael. And I Michael, hope we miss better, you. Babe. Get
1: well, Michael. So I hope Michael feels better. Sean is probably going to be, we're going to see Sean tomorrow. I'll actually see Sean, Sean tomorrow midday, mid-morning in the Atlanta airport, because we're connecting in Atlanta.
0: Somebody give him a big hug for me, okay?
1: Oh, we will, we will. I'm sure he's going to be tired and, and have some funny stories, so I'm going to have my little <laughs> digital recorder ready because I'm sure there will be drama in getting him to the airport, I know.
0: Have your Eye
1: River secretly recording. I know there will be drama. Yes, yes, I'm going to have this thing in my pocket, so I'm going to put a fresh battery in tonight and see. What embarrassing <laughs> stuff we can get on Sean because he, he won't know I'm recording. Perfect. Now, I don't know how this works, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> but. Josh recorded me secretly and then used it to embarrass me for weeks.